Republicans proving once again they have no testicles. Ouch. Ouch. Man. Yes. Trump administration cancels FDA baby parts contracts. Yes. They shouldn't have had one. Uh, Pence is speaking at an anti-gay conference. Really? He's a Christian. (laughs) What do you do when you don't turn in homework? What grade do you give them? Zero? 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 Maybe try 50%. What? I don't know. We'll get to that. We'll get to that. Hey, guys. Thank you for being here. Thank you for joining us. We're so excited to be here. We got a lot to talk about. And um, we also got a, this is kind of a special show. It is. It's a very special show. We got Ann McElhaney coming on yep. later oh. on. The uh, producer of the Gosnell movie. Gosnell film. And, yeah. and happy birthday, birthday to Knox. Yeah. Happy birthday to Knox. Happy birthday, dear Knox. Happy birthday to you. There you go. And, and hey, guys, so this means you guys got to join the club. You got to join the club. It's Knox's birthday. You got to join the club It's for Knox. For Knox. For it's, chocolate It's what he wants Knox. for his birthday, That's right? exactly. Oh, how did you know? I, must. I want 50,000 members. I mean. Are you going to open that? We, we got to get you that jet. <laughs> Come on. So it's David's birthday today, but guys, yeah. oh, um, I, didn't tell, I didn't even tell Toby this. I told Toby about the little birthday thing. Mm. I didn't even tell Toby this today. You didn't but, tell, and he didn't tell guys, me nothing. You want to know why? I mean, today's special because of Knox, but it's also special because. It's Knox's birthday? <laughs> That's the thing. That, uh, there's it, something else special, special on my birthday. Because, um, something guys, about, something th- about Texas. This is our second year anniversary show right here, oh. right now. It's our birthday. It's, it's cross Happy politics birthday. birthday. <laughs> cross politics. Yeah. So we've been. How old are we? This is this is our this is two years old. I mean, we, we fit the onesie. We're, we're two. Going, hey, where's yeah, that onesie? We got the onesie. So let me. I was going to hold baptized though. Yeah, oh, yeah. baptize Who me. I love I love you, Baptist. Hey. We got a shirt for you, Baptist. Okay, just you know. As as always, you can join by going to crosspolitic.com. I'm not yet. done yet. When you join, oh sorry, I'm not done yet. Okay, I'm, I actually am taking over this first part of the show. Wow. So guys, I was I was kind of looking back at this last year. Uh oh. And we started off getting about three, four hundred, five hundred downloads a month in our first two or three months, and then uh, by after about our fifth month, we probably got up or fourth month, we got up to about a thousand downloads a month. Mm. And then by the end of our first year, I think I think we're up to about three thousand downloads. Um, excuse me, per week. These are all per week stats I'm giving everybody. Five hundred. Oh, great. 000. And then so by the end of the first year, we got up to about three thousand downloads per week. And then by the middle of our second year, which was about May of this last year, um, we got up to uh, uh, um, about five thousand downloads per week. And then now we're about thirty thousand downloads per week. I remember. One of my goals. Thanks, mom. I uh, know. Wow. I know, you guys. My mom's Sir? just sitting there, download, 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 download. All day, yeah. that's all she She's does. going to her iPad, she her computer, her iPhone. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> it's your mom doing all mom. the downloads. Thank you. Yeah. So, Thank you, Davis, mom. So now, at, by the end of our- 30,000. 30,000. So by the end of our third year, we could easily be over a million downloads a year. Stop. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? Praise God. Thank you, I know. guys. Thank you, guys, so much. And, and you then, know what's making this possible? Our club members. Our club members. Oh. Our club members. And it, but oh. here, but here, I got to. So I wanted to thank our first three club members ever. What? Yes. What are their names? Uh, well, I I can say their last names. Okay, just say their first, first names. Daniel, Daniel, and Paul. I mean, like they're like a you know Daniel, Daniel, and, and Paul. Yeah, two there prophets. Are, there are first and three an apostle. <laughs> club members ever, ever, and they they leaped wow. in at hey, the very beginning. You when, know who you are. Yeah. God knows who you are. Yes, exactly. and your treasure will be great in heaven. Yeah. Hey. And so, one other step before we get—I'm I'm just messing up a whole new segment. Yes, you for are. Us, okay? But that's okay. But I'm hey. taking over. And 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 I looked at. I wanted to look at the stats. I'm like, what is our highest um, uh, club state? Oh, yeah. I kind of well, state at our, our, in the, the union has oh. the most club members. Oh. Most club members. And, and the first state was was Washington. Yes. Okay. The state of Washington. Yes. Believe wow. it or not. Washington. All right, Washington. I know. DC? You guys. No, you guys kidding. go. No, Washington. <laughs> DC don't like us. Uh, don't. I don't think we got anybody from DC yeah. up in here. Let me guess. Um, what's second. Texas. Mm. Yeah. Oh. My Texas boys. I'm going to be down in Austin and Houston um, tomorrow, uh, uh, this coming week, 
and everything. So, man, Texas, dude, you so guys. He, he, uh, he, he set that up on purpose. Yeah, I'm right. just going to hide this back here. I, I, dude, I was, I was actually hoping you were going to open some of that because uh, I was. Happy birthday uh, yeah, to yeah. Cross Politic. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Cross Politic. Hey, happy birthday, Cross Politic. <laughs> <laughs> He's taking that home. Oh, All right, man. hey, we, so that's so thank you to our club members. And yes. please, this is our, our long term goal is to get more club members than CRTV or Glenn Beck. They got over wow. 100,000 each. That's where I'm. That's what we're pushing. We're Come on, on our way. Yep. When you join, you get access to all our mm-hmm. digital content, yep. including yeah. our Worldview Shotgun series. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the first 10 chapters are released and out, and you have full access to that so when you good. join. They're also for sale on the website, so if you go to crosspolitik.com, uh, click on Worldview Shotgun series, yep. you can buy a license, one license, five, ten, mm-hmm. I don't know. We're setting it up, something like that. It's awesome. You You also have access to our musician partners, including Jenny and Tyler. You get discounts in our merch store where you can buy a little onesie for your baby, either as baptized or baptized me. Or working on it. Mm -hmm. Um, So, And uh, and do we have any books left to give away? Yeah, yeah, we do. Just just email and uh, I'll give them away. I think think I have like three left or something, but just as as supplies last. I actually have a free Audible download for my book. You know it's my birthday, right? For Blood (laughs) Blood Bot World. Wow. The, the good folks who can't impress gave me a code wow. that I can give away. Okay. Oh. For free. We got to figure this out. Maybe maybe during the show we can talk about this. We'll figure it out. Okay. Yeah. Uh, but just, just, you know, just, you know, think about that. Share. Maybe just start sharing now. Yeah. Because we might. <laughs> you know, we might connect we might it to how many shares. <laughs> might give it away. Right? All right, guys. I don't know exactly how to think about this whole Kavanaugh thing. Kavanaugh. Okay. If you guys. If you guys remember, this all started back July 9th when President Trump announced his nomination for Kavanaugh. That was when? July 9th. Okay. Okay. July. It seems like like last year. I know. It seems forever. Like you remember July 30th is, is in the background. July 30th is when Christine Ford quietly sent the letter to Dianne Feinstein. So that was July 30th. Okay. Okay, no one knows about it. Only Diane and, and Ford. So just take that letter and let's just put that in our back pocket right, right. now. Just- August 10th, they sure. have uh, uh, the, the confirmation hearings are announced when they're going to okay. be. The confirmations go from the September 4th through the 7th. No one still knows about this letter yet, No right? one still no. knows okay. about it's it. It's still nope. in our back pocket. Okay, right. September 12th, Feinstein sends Ford's letter to the FBI after this is when the rumors started percolating. Sure. That was that was September 12th. September 14th. Uh, here, I mean, we're September 28th. It was just a couple weeks ago. Yeah, just two weeks ago. Right, two weeks ago. September 14th, Ford's allegations against Kavanaugh, they first become public. Um, That was in the New, York, the New Yorker magazine. Okay. <laughs> no one still knows uh, the name. Uh, the Washington Post publishes an interview with Ford. So this is finally the interview. The name com- comes out. It comes out. September 17th, Grassley uh, scraps the confirmation vote on Kavanaugh. And, and then they say, we'll hold a hearing for uh, Ford. And that was the week that was this past week. Right. Is when they had the hearing for Ford. So that happened kind of this is the 17th through for the tw- Ford and Kavanaugh. Yeah, right. for Ford and Kavanaugh. Right. And so now here we are. And it's so just this week. The committee approved and yep. sent it back to the full Senate. Yep. And it was funny watching how it got approved. Right? Yeah, right. Did you see that? You <laughs> yeah, see that? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, was two, it Feinstein talking? Was it Feinstein yeah, who somebody, was finishing up asking then, questions? And then Grassley's like, like uh, two hours, two we're, done. Hours, we're done. Wrap these, turn these lights off. Let's go, people. Hey, hey, hey. turn this mic off. Turn this mic off. <laughs> <laughs> it was hilarious. Oh, my gracious. So now it's going to go to the Senate. Right. But before it gets to the Senate, several con- uh, Republican senators are saying, hey, we, I think we do need an FBI investigation before we finally vote on several? it. Did you mean like two? Um, there's at least two, but well, then flake. I wouldn't be surprised. Senator Flake, Pilgrim's Progress right? Flake. I mean, here's the thing, people. God writes the best stories. He's got Flake in the name. <laughs> you know, I mean, this is what this is what God I'm, does. I'm people sorry. complain that like Pilgrim's cr- Progress, you know, John Bunyan. That's a little bit contrived. It's two on the head. It's too contrived. Yeah. And then you're like, God is like, gave us your name is Flake. And guess what? You Flake. <laughs> that's what you do. That's just that's your that's your job. You Flake. It's not funny. It's actually hilarious. Actually. It's hilarious. Um. So I, the thing that I mean, there's you know millions of angles on this, and people have rehashed and hashed and everything else about all this. But the thing, my 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 hope in all of this is that conservatives might 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 be learning to fight. Mm. What do you mean by that? Like, we, we, might be. Uh. I, I mean, I'm not hopeful. conservatives yeah. or Christians or who who's well, learning how to. Well, ultimately, fight? I want Christians to fight. Yeah. But, but this is a. I'll, I'll zoom out just slightly uh, broader than that and yeah, say yeah. conservatives, which okay. is mostly Christians, right? Um, but, um, 
you know, I watched uh, Kavanaugh's defense, his opening statement, um, and uh, man, he made me like him more. Mm. Um, I was uh, sort of, I would say, mildly hopeful Mm -hmm. that he's a good guy Mm -hmm. um, and that he would, and we've talked here on the show a little bit, that even as he's the, the 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 ire and the rage of the left has come up. It's sort of been like, oh, really? You he's that bad, huh? Yeah. Uh, l- 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 maybe he's good. You said scoot over to Kevin. Now, listen, I ain't <laughs> yeah. for the guy, but yeah. y'all hate him how much? Yeah, right, exactly. I mean, like, <laughs> and, and they're saying like he's going to overturn Roe versus Wade, and, this, and, I, and I was even sort of like, well, maybe. No, he, maybe. I didn't think so at all. I, I wasn't. I mean, I was, you know, hoping, yeah. praying, but not, but not banking on okay it. so did you watch ford's um her- I, I i watched a chunk of it i didn't watch the entirety okay. of it so what was your what was your feelings about her accusations uh, as, uh well um completely uncorroborated so no evidence no supporting evidence yeah. no testimony period and any so, witnesses she did name there's three witnesses that she's particularly named. They also, uh, they've been against her right. and their testimony. So this They're is, signed yeah. testimony under oath. Right. This is the thing. Uh, the Republicans should have never let it get to this point. Yeah. This is an absolute fail on the Republicans. But they were trying to be fair. Right. Somebody That's came with problem. an accusation That's and they problem. were trying to be fair. They're trying to be nice. Isn't justice fair? But the Democrats don't want a conversation. Yeah. Mm. This was, this was, um, this was not, you just said a minute ago, how long did they hold it? That's what's, I'm making you say it. How long did they hold it? <laughs> July 30th. Well, that's right? the thing. They knew about this. This is not about due process. This is not about saying an honest, oh, we got this report. Let's talk about it. Right. Yeah. They had all that time to talk about it. This, this is a torpedo move. Yeah. This is a this is a, a bomb it. This is a mm-hmm. this is blow it up. Um, this, let's put it into the spotlight. It's published in newspapers and magazines. Why? Not because they're interested in actual facts. Yeah. They're, they're, what they're trying to do is they're trying to blow this up and create an emotional. Um, uh, manipulative storm. Sure, but Process. what else is behind? Yeah, is certainly. there anything else behind that? Because you get Democrats. That's what they do. Yeah. If you watch the whole question of Kavanaugh, that's all they've ever right. done. Right. So, but what is they? What do they want? They're all ultimately pushing to something. Well, they want. They're they're trying to they're trying to manipulate the Republicans. They're pulling the Republicans around. Yeah. To they're, what end? To not get Kavanaugh confirmed, or to to what end? You think? Yeah, I think there's that's the immediate goal. Yeah. I think the the longer term goal is delay till November. Yep. Yeah. Where maybe November. we can we can get yep. a democratic uh majority in the Senate and completely log jam the process yeah, of getting a, the new Supreme here. Court yeah. yep. justice yeah, uh, yeah. uh confirmed. Um but so it's delay 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 for November. Now I, the thing is is I'm mildly hopeful, I'm crossing my fingers, you know. <laughs> maybe this just maybe when as Kavanaugh started going he came out fighting. Yeah, he did. He came out swinging. Yeah, he did. And and Absolutely. then following him was the first time I've seen in a while any Republicans with anything remotely looking like a backbone. Yeah. Except right. for Trump. Except for Trump. Yeah. Right? <laughs> yeah, and right. You know, well, actually, Trump, since when, when yeah. Trump came out, all of a sudden you're like, wow, Republicans have a backbone? Right. Well, I guess, yeah. I guess I really am going to do this because Is it come the, to that? Govini's not oh, coming out. I the good guess. doctor's not coming I out. <laughs> I, I'll open up some of that later. But here's the, <laughs> here's the thing. Um, uh, I found myself. What's what's the South Carolina Lindsey Graham? Yeah, yeah. Comes off Rhino the, Graham. Com, com, I mean, a great like. I can't believe I'm cheering Graham on. I know, I know. Like, exactly. Oh, I feel kind of dirty. Exactly. I'm glad we put him. I mean, uh, Graham is yeah. is yeah, yeah. Talk about this, you know, Rhino guy. Talk about establishment. Yeah. But even he, like, uh, he just laid into them. Yeah. Then Sass starts laying into them and has to sort of like check himself out. I like it sounded like he was about to like you know say something he was afraid he's going to regret. He's like, I'm, like, I'm yeah. swearing on this. I'm, I'm so mad and I'm you know yeah I don't want to I don't want to have to answer questions with my kids and you know never mind I I yield my time. Um, but the thing is is I, I thought wow you have one man stand up you have one man stand there the real he, Spartacus moment and he fought and, and you know that man was fighting for his yeah. family he was yeah. fighting for his reputation he was fighting like Paul. Mm, yeah, I mean, this is how Paul fights. Second yeah. Corinthians, but most of the New Testament is Paul defending himself yep. yeah. and his ministry and, and everything. He's and doing. Christians yep. have like we have gotten the gospel upside down and backwards wow. such that we think that it's not Christian to fight. Mm-hmm. And yet most of the New Testament is Paul fighting. Yeah. Most of the New Testament is I mean, it's actually Jesus arguing and fighting. Yeah. Most of the gospels. Making people mad at him. Yep. You're wrong. You're yep. dumb. You're stupid. Yeah. Um, you're of vipers. You're like your father, yeah, the devil. And, and if you, but if you, you want, you want to find refuge in me. Come on, I'll heal you. Yeah, you come right, along with right, me right. if you follow me. And then he does go to the cross, silent. 
He submits to that particular moment and dies as he had to in order to kill the dragon. Yeah. Right. In order to kill our sin, rises up from the dead and says, all right, now all authority and power has been given to me. Let's take the world. Yeah. Let's and, go. And, Let's do it. And yes, that includes being maligned. It includes being falsely accused. It includes being thrown into prison. It includes getting thrown to the lions. It includes all these things. And it includes a righteous defense. But all of it is yeah. because you're fighting. Yeah. Yeah, yeah absolutely. You're no, fighting. That's right. Uh, pastor C.R. Wiley, he's a pastor, I think, in Connecticut. He, he's got a great book called Man of the House, which yeah. I highly recommend. Yeah, he's, I'm coming to, he's coming to our Grace Agenda conference. Right, he's coming gonna, on the show then? I, I, yeah, he'll, we'll get him on. We'll, we'll get him we on. better. But if you haven't read yeah. his book, Man of the House, urge you to get him. Follow him on Facebook. Go find him. His takeaway line on Facebook is one line. He says, this is, this is, this is my, my takeaway for the day. Punch back hard. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Punch yeah. back hard. Yeah. What's the Christian thing to do? Yeah. The Christian thing to do is when you are being falsely accused, mm-hmm. right? When you are when you are being and it, and it's and it's not just it's not just you on the line. Yeah. It's your family on the line. It's the nation on the line. Yeah. Because part of this, you need to have thick skin to be able to t- people yeah. say lies about if, you. If you somebody, don't need to. If somebody call yeah. you know somebody says oh, you're ugly. Yeah. Okay. Take it. Yeah, whatever. Roll right, with it. Right. Turn, you know, say, yeah, and, and you know, my other side's ugly, too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> or, you know, you want to cope? Well, yeah, whatever. Like, yeah, that, that's right. when you turn the other yeah, cheek and right. so on. Yeah. But in this moment, it it is it is the duty of Christian men to fight. Yeah, that's right. Punch back hard. Yeah. Christian men in particular, you need to learn this, that you are called by God to fight. Absolutely. Fight sin in your that's own right. heart. That's the first place. Fight, fight evil and, and sin and laxity in, in your own family. But see, that's why we don't fight, though. That's exactly what I was going to get. Fight at. this evil yeah, in the church. Right. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. And, but you got to get out there in the neighborhood. And if you're saying, if you're sitting on your, your, your couch, you're sitting on your sofa saying, ooh, look at these people, you know, fighting. It, yeah. Get off your couch. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Get out there. Um, well, and I think, I think part of this, make though, noise, we, but we don't want to, I think you're absolutely right. Right. We need to respond with a fight. We need to hit back hard. And I think part of this is we don't want to take our eye off the ball of what's really going on. Um, you know, uh, this is about Roe versus Wade. Exactly. <clears throat> exactly. Right? And you this see is about murdering babies and, and you see all these, uh, I, I read a couple articles this past week about how there's already, um, some, some, some battles at the lower courts where conservative justices are, yeah. are letting, um, pro life, um, uh, cases go through yeah. because they know what's coming right. and it's going to trickle up again, eventually to the Supreme court. Right. And then even this last week, um, the, uh, Trump's administration, FDA, had a contract with um, uh, buying aborted fetuses for their own research. So the FDA, that's the Food and Drug Administration. Wow. And Trump canceled that. And Trump canceled that contract. I I mean, I'm a little bit uh, embarrassed to say this, but I think Trump might be the most pro-life president ever. He surely acted like it, and he uses bully pulpit far better than any other president we've had. Right? Um, Absolutely. And and I didn't vote for Trump, and I can't, I still, I'm still, I can't believe... I didn't how honest of a conservative he is in a lot of, and, and when it comes to pro-life. I think when you, you said this, if he keeps doing this mm-hmm. where he's putting my friends in positions of power yeah. so that we can accomplish the yeah. things we want to accomplish, he's right. going to win me over. Right. And, and, and his his enemies are my enemies. Yeah. yeah. The, the media who just keeps, well, I mean, that's uh, something else. Yeah. you know, Pence is the first to speak at an anti-gay group. Yeah, right. It was just right. a Christian organization. Yeah. Yeah. Family Research uh, uh, Family Research Council. Yeah, I mean, yeah, is their conference. And, and, and Tony Perkins. Trump's people. like fake news, fake news, fake news. Yeah. Like, yeah. But in one sense, though, they, they actually understand this narrative in a way that we don't. I feel like we become so politicalized by the whole thing that we're not willing to call things in one sense right. what it really is. Right. It is that. Like right. we, we we don't want that. We don't want right. we are anti abortion. <laughs> right. We are against gay marriage. We are right. anti those things. And so I think in one sense liberals have a way of understanding the real fight right. of what's going on and we're trying mm. to say, Oh no, right. no, it's not and, and no. That's right. Yeah, and Christians right. that are saying things like, Oh, we, we need to just stop and just, you know, calm down find and our slip. common ground. Find, and we need Drink to, your yeah. whiskey. Let's just have a you know, let's just pray about this for a not like do I I think we should pray. Absolutely. Well, you should be praying and fighting. Yeah. yeah. And and right. this doesn't and this is not me saying be belligerent. Yeah. This is not me right. me saying be a jerk. Yep. Yeah. I'm saying whatever place God's given you to speak, tell the truth, but recognize that we're in a fight. Yeah. Yep. Um, this is what Christian men do. Yeah. Um, we gotta talk more about this after I want to hit the third segment. I want to talk about yeah. a little more. Gosno. Okay. I, yeah, yeah. So coming up next, and oh I can't say her name. Come on, McElhaney. And McLehaney, producer of the Gosling movie, which so you should good. be going to go see. So good. We're going to have her next. October yes. 12th in theaters. Yes. You don't want to miss this next segment. She's amazing. More cross politic when we come back. Oh, there's so much more. I know. It's not enough time. 
Glasgow Conversations supports homeschooling parents by cultivating the love of learning through a Christian worldview in fellowship with other families. We provide a classical, Christ-centered curriculum, local, like-minded communities across the United States and in several countries, and we train parents who are striving to be great classical educators in the home. For more information and to get connected, please visit our website at classicalconversations.com. Classical. Christian. Get connected. Get community. Make sure I got all my notes ready. Got them? You ready? Welcome back to Cross Politic. With us on this segment, we have Ann McElhenney, New York Times bestselling author, journalist, film producer, director, one of the most successful crowdfunders in the world. What? She produced and co wrote the movie Gosnell, The Trial of America's Biggest Serial Killer. She and her husband wrote the New York Times bestseller book, Gosnell, The Untold Story of America's Most Prolific Serial Killer. The book debuted at number three Mm. on Amazon bestseller and sold out in three days after publication. Wow. Um, And we're so thankful to have you on CrossPolitik. Welcome. It's great to be here. Thanks so much for having me. You're very welcome. And so, Gosnell, you've written a book. You have now um, produced a movie um, why this story? Um, what, what about this story has drawn you in? I mean, you know, I'm a journalist, and this is an untold story. This is a story that wasn't reported at the time, and that has, uh, you know, huge implications for, all, for every part of American life. How, you know, how, how did this even happen in the first place? Why wasn't it reported on? Um, and, uh, you know, when we discovered the story quite by accident, you know, and, and read the details, heard what people were saying in the courtroom where, where this man was eventually, you know, tried and charged um, and, and imprisoned for, on three life, for three life sentences. Mm. You know, the fact that people didn't know about it, we thought that wasn't right. Mm. Um, and that's why, you know, five years later, I'm still at this, but the movie is about to come out, as you've mentioned. Uh, the 12th of October, the film will be out across the country. That's as right. you say, the book came out last year. The softback has just come out. I mean, this is a, this story is, is important. It's important for an awful lot of reasons. Mm-hmm. It's important because his victims, um, were the most vulnerable people in our society. A lot of very poor people, a lot of uh, minorities were really hurt by this guy. And no one knows about it. And you have to ask the question, how is that possible in a place as progressive as Pennsylvania, in a city as progressive as Philadelphia, right. in the city of brotherly love? How is it that an African-American mother, Samika Shaw, died in 2000? Uh, a Bhutanese refugee from, who had spent 20 years in a refugee camp in Nepal, 20 years, was four months in, in America and died at Gosnell's Clinic. Wow. Uh, Monger, and no one And no one investigated. Mm. The Department of Health didn't investigate and didn't, didn't cross the threshold to find out what had happened. You know, there's no end of reasons why I would do this. I love being a journalist. Mm. It's, it's, it's an awesome job. But you know what? It comes with responsibilities. And the responsibility is to tell the truth mm. and tell the story, the unvarnished truth of what happened here. Mm. And journalists decided not to. Mm. And that's what, we're, that's what I'm about. So you approached this. You found out about it. You gained interest in it as a journalist. Were you pro-life? Was there any, uh, uh, is there a pro-life um, aspect to you, or were you pro-choice before this? What, what What's going on there? Yeah, that's a great question, and actually, I, I suppose I would be, I, I would say I was, what, what I would have called myself was um, neutral on abortion before this story, and for anyone out there who doesn't know what neutral on abortion means, it's pro-abortion. <laughs> so, um, wow. that's who I was. Yeah, yeah I'm just going to quickly translate that for the listeners. You oh, know? Yes, thank um, you. And what wow. happened is, and I think what happens, and I think it's an all, it's very interesting. I'm not the same person I was coming into this story. I'm forever changed wow. by what I learned, what I had to go through in, in, in learning about the lives, the short lives and the deaths of these children, particularly the three children that died in the clinic that, that he eventually went to prison for, and particularly one child, baby boy A. And I often say to audiences when I'm, when I'm talking to people, I say, you know, when, 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 when Steven Spielberg ma- ma- made um, Schindler's List, he did this really clever thing where it was all washed out, it was all sepia-tinted, there was no color, except for this one child mm. with this red coat. 
that everyone remembers and and you know the the Nazi was walking along with this little darling and you could see her with a red, lovely beautiful red coat and you know it was the only color in the film and then you thought like why is that and then of course later you saw an enormous number of bodies in an open grave and in the middle of them was this little ch- child's red they saw the red coat well, yeah. and I think this is what our film you know I'm not saying I'm Steven Spielberg but it's what it's what we're trying to do with the movie hmm. by reducing things down to this one death that is so significant baby boy A was alive he was born on the 12th of July and believe it or not the same date as my own dad's birthday oh, um, wow. and he lived yeah, oh, there's all kinds of providence going on here. Don't yes. even get me started. Oh, please, um, get started. And he lived, <laughs> and, he lived and, he, he lived and he had such an effect on, on, on the workers in the clinic that two of them took a photograph of him. And that photograph is online. That photograph put Gosnell away for life. Wow. That photograph, you know, that child, Gosnell joked about that child and said, oh, this one's big enough to walk me to the bus stop mm. before, he, before he plunged the scissors into his neck and mm. killed him. Um, and that child... That child's life, that child's short life, he struggled for life. Um, his life, the short life he had was described in forensic detail on the stand by the witnesses who saw that short life, who witnessed mm. that short life. And I actually think one of the things that we're doing with this movie is, is having more people witness to the life of this child mm. who, wow. um, yeah. who, who, people, who people now really love and who people have been changed by. I have seen people change by just learning this child's story. And I'll tell you why. So this child was murdered. But the truth is that if he had been killed inside the womb, it would be perfectly legal. Mm. And uh, the best way I've heard this described, the very best way I've ever heard it described, are not my own words, but the words of Kirsten Powers, who wrote in USA Today and said that one is murder, what Gosnell did, and that the other, which is perfectly legal in America, is legal, is morally irreconcilable. Yeah. It's morally irreconcilable Amen. Yeah. that this small amount of geography suddenly changes the status of this person, this yeah. real person who lived, That's this right. real person who was alive in the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania and was murdered and died. And because of it, he's, he's, Gosnell's in prison. But, you know, we have to ask a bigger question here. So throughout the film, it's clear that even the good guys didn't want to prosecute Gosnell on the grounds of abortion. Um, what would you say to someone uh, who's been on the front lines of the pro-life movement, perhaps, who might say that this movie doesn't go far enough in exposing the evil of the entire abortion industry? Uh, what if they say it, it only implicates doctors who are kind of gross like Gosnell? What would you say to somebody like that? Yeah, well, you know, whatever. <laughs> you know, I, I, you know that's, that's not my, yeah, it's not, it's not my job. I'm telling this one story, and I think this story is very illuminating, and I think it's very important. It's another job for someone else to make a story about a bigger story if they want to do that. I don't want to do that. Um, I want to tell this story, which I think has enormous amount uh, to tell all of us. And, um, mm. you know, and I, you know, I, I, yeah, I, I know people want, people want uh, you know, everything to be beaten over the head. This film doesn't beat anyone over the head with anything. Yeah. This film reads and watches, and I, I, if any of you guys have seen it, it yeah. looks an awful yes, lot have. like... Um, it looks an awful lot like a Law and Order episode, and it plays like that. Yeah. Anything that's in the film is real. It's true. It happened. I'm, I'm a journalist. Yes. I'm not a preacher. That's yeah. for somebody else to do. Yeah. Yeah. But I think the story needs to be known. Just the story. Absolutely. I thought one of the most powerful moments, and my answer to that, I, I, watched, the, I watched the screener, and uh, I was curious to hear what you'd say, but uh, my answer to that objection would be, I, I think that scene where the, the regular abortion doctor is interviewed on the stand and cross-examined by gosnell's defense attorney um that to me was was the um uh the the sucker punch uh that was the the moment where he said you know basically you have in the mouth of gosnell's attorney um explaining that this is what all abortion is Mm. Mm. i don't know i don't know how any i don't know how it gets more clear than that yeah, and I'm really glad. I'm actually really glad you mentioned that because it, 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 funny enough, when, 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 we, when we were way back at the beginning when we were doing this and reading through the trial transcripts and we came across the, the in fact, in, in truth, there were two abortion doctors who took the stand to explain good abortions okay. to the jury so that they would understand the difference between a good abortion and murder. <laughs> and I can tell you, when, the minute I read that, the minute we heard that testimony, 
you know, that we this was what it was always about for us. Oh. Mm. The people would hear that testimony because that testimony is not from a pro-lifer. Yeah. That's not from an advocate of That's anything. Right. That's somebody who believes strenuously that what they're doing is right. Right. And that description is haunting. Yes. Wow. And would you so when you were talking earlier, you said that you know what, there weren't a lot of people who were covering this story, and when you see that, you're asking the question as a, as a journalist, why not? And so why was it when you figured out you started digging into it? Why wasn't there more like like thirty, especially with a story like this? Um, why wasn't there like thirty other thousand reporters covering this story? Yeah, no, I mean you're you're spot on there. You know, like if you think about other stories that get an enormous amount of play at the same time that Gosnell was on trial. Jodie Arias was on trial. You remember she was the one, she murdered the boyfriend in the shower. Oh, yes. She was a, a Mormon. And, mm. you know, we oh, all had that yep. whole thing of that she dressed up like a, she looked like a librarian when she gave evidence. Yep. So the whole country know her, recognize her, could pick her out of a lineup. Huh. People across the world know who she is, but they don't know who this guy is. Mm. And you're asking the question, why? I think the answer, I think you guys, I think you all know the answer to this. And the reason is because this story sheds a very, very, extreme spotlight on abortion hmm. in a way that people who are pro-abortion don't want. Hmm. They don't want this. They want nothing that would ever make people question the orthodoxy hmm. of people destroying children right up to nine months, which is the law in America, right. that you can, sh you can kill a child up to nine months perfectly legally, perfectly hmm. legally in America. And you're part of a club that's an incredible club to be part of, by the way. Pakistan, North Korea, oh, China. Oh man! Wow! Well, you know yeah. that's the bad that's the bad fellows. Yeah, you know wow. that's, that's who you're in company right. with. Oh. Like it's quite an extraordinary thing, you know. Yeah. And and you know, I, and I, I hope I'm answering the question properly. But yeah. I mean, basically, that's that's for me. It's very clear that this is not covered because of the fact that it would make people aware of what abortion is, mm -hmm. how it's done. And the level to which it's done in this country, which is up to nine months. Wow. You know, you know, it's interesting when I, your team sent me the pre-screener, so we got to watch the, um, the pre-screen and, uh, I was telling my friends that I was going to be interviewing you and, uh, I got a number of responses from even my pro-life friends like, oh yeah, that happened a number of years ago. Didn't that movie already come out? I even had one response like, didn't that already movie already come out? And I'm like, no, it's October 12th. And <laughs> what date is yeah, it? Yeah. What date is it? October 12th. When? It's October, October 12th. Oh, October 12th. <laughs> Don't forget. Right. Go see it. Yeah, and, I keep saying that. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> and so even, it, it, but it seems like even the coverage afterwards fell flat in a lot of ways where even like my pro-life friends were just kind of like, oh yeah, that happened a while ago and, but couldn't even really put right. a marker on it. Did, have you found, um, there's a recent news article, a couple articles out where you guys were having problems with like NPR and, and trying to advertise and promote the movie. What, uh, it seems like you guys kind of run into some, even some political machine work on this. Oh yeah. I mean, it's, you know, I mean, we've had opposition to every part of the story and every part of the story we've had difficulties. Huh. Recently, we tried to take out advertising with NPR. They wanted, they, they didn't want us to call Kermit Gosnell an abortion doctor. They said, no, no, we have to change that. We have to call him a Philadelphia doctor. And it's like, no, he wasn't a podiatrist. No, he wasn't an orthopedic <laughs> surgeon. No, it's pretty, you know, he wasn't a gynecologist. Not, no, he's not a <laughs> yeah, yeah, this is what he, this is what he is actually. Right. He is actually, you know, what do you call somebody who makes a living aborting babies? You know, actually, sorry, there is a name for that. <laughs> um, but, but so we've had that. We also had a screening organized in Texas at the same venue in the same place, same time as Cecile Richards was going to have a, a celebratory dinner wow. in Austin, Texas. Wow. And you know what the Hyatt did? After getting pressure from Planned Parenthood, they canceled. After wow. taking our money, wow. after oh. having an order, we had the whole thing organized. And we, yeah, they canceled at the last minute. They can't, really they can't turn down your business like cake bakers, can they? <laughs> well, apparently they can. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Apparently they can. <laughs> and they cited, of course, you know, the, the real, you know, the real cowardice here, they cited security concerns, right, you know, which is a great way of saying, of, of getting rid of people, you know, oh, we're worried about your safety. Right. Yeah, I wasn't worried about my safety. I wasn't worried at all. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, that's not, that's not what was going on here. Wow. The, the brilliance, the brilliance of this story and I, and the reason why I'm, I'm so grateful that you have put so much time and energy and resources into telling this story is that. It really puts these people that are afraid of this story, puts them in a terrible bind. Yeah. Because you're telling a story that no sane person 
on this planet can look at and say that that doc, that Kermit Gosnell was doing any good. Yeah. <laughs> no, no sane person yeah. can can yeah. can give any kind of endorsement to that. And at the same time, they know because of their commitment to to abortion that it makes the whole abortion industry look awful. Right. And so you you have it's yeah. it's a wonderful rhetorical move, which is why I'm I'm so <laughs> grateful for the story. Well, thank you very much, and I, I appreciate you, you, you check. You, you, yeah, you've, you've got a very good understanding of our moves here. I mean, this is, you know, this is, I think this need, this is, there's an argument that needs to happen here. There's a debate that needs to happen here. I mean, you know, no one's missing what's going on this week uh, up, in, up in D.C. No right. one's missing, you know, <laughs> yeah. the craziness that's going on yeah. there. And, you know, and no one is missing what it's about. It's mm. all about abortion. That's what mm. it's about. Yes. Um, it's about nothing else but abortion. And that crazy behavior, which is really, even the most reasonable person can't call it anything but crazy behavior yes. um, and unfair and unjust behavior on behalf of these Democrats. This is what it's about, and this is how much and how far they'll go to protect the sacred sacrament that they have. Wow. Um, and I have to say, it, it, shocks, it shocks me profoundly. I mean, here was a thing where Gosnell operated, as I said, he operated for 30 years. For 17 of those years, he never had an inspector cross the threshold, despite repeated complaints, constant complaints from people who were damaged by, wow. by procedures that he had performed in there, and despite the fact that two men died. I mean, wow. you have to say to yourself, like, what would have had to happen to have gotten the Department of Health to show an interest in him. Right. And it just shows you. And I, and I mean, you know, again, another question that comes up quite often is people say, you know, oh, well, he's an aberration. You know, oh, my God, he's exceptional. Right, yeah, yeah, well, right, you know what? Right. No. And the reason I know that is if, if he got, if he was afforded those protections in mm. progressive Pennsylvania, God help the people in much less progressive places if this is how the Department of Health and people in government operate when they have power. Because wow. they had the power, and they chose to protect him. I mean, I'm just going to tell one story, because I think it's worth hearing. But Go for it. The go. night that they raided this clinic, the, the night that they eventually caught up with this guy, the night that this one heroic police officer, undercover narcotics officer, Detective Jim Woods, the night that he eventually pushed the authorities to investigate, and you had the DEA, the FBI, and the DA's office all descended on that on that clinic, on that hellhole, yes. together with two nurses from the Department of Health in Harrisburg, two nurses, mark you. Let's keep remembering, two nurses. Mm. They walk in, and there are cats walking around. Mm. There is a smell of feces. There are women in all kinds of distress. There's blood on the floor. There is an awful, awful smell. There are jars of babies' severed feet in the place where people are having their peanut butter and jello sandwiches. There are dead bodies piled up in the basement. And guess what happened? There were women there waiting to have abortions. And so the two nurses, because they clearly were unable to make a judgment call, phoned their betters in Harrisburg, phoned their betters at the Department of Health. And guess what message came back? Don't stop him. Let him keep on working. Keep on, keep on, keeping on. Let him keep on doing the abortions at all costs. Don't stop wow. him doing what he's doing. Don't care about the cats. I don't care about the cats. I don't care that the place smells of, of feces, human, by the way, feces, as well as animal feces. No, no, none of that matters. It doesn't matter about the severed feet in jars. It doesn't matter about the dead babies in, in the basement. It doesn't matter about any of that. No, this man must not be stopped, no matter what. Mm. And you know, your listeners are smart enough to know that there are pubs and restaurants across America where these same Department of Health people walk in and say, Oh my God, I've just spotted some dust. Yeah. <laughs> Let's yeah. close the whole place down. Oh Let's my close goodness. the place down. I just saw mold. I saw some mold on a piece of bread. We're closing it all down here. Put down those knives and forks. Wow. Get out. Wow. So, you know, so and don't eat that sandwich. So Christians, you know, that's what we're up against here. Yes. So as Christians, we call that straining a gnat while swallowing a camel. Absolutely. And and as yeah. Christians, we believe that our, we were all born in sin, and that what we're seeing is a manifestation of of a rejecting of who we are and who we are made in the image of God. Absolutely. And that this is ultimately abortion and a lot of the kind of public sins that we see in our culture is us fighting God, fighting that Jesus is the only solution to even this rampant abortion culture that we have 
in our society. Now, we can't, we aren't going to change abortion by changing laws. We're going to change our abortion culture by changing hearts ultimately. Mm. Now, thank you so yeah. much. This yeah. this is why storytelling is actually so, so important. important. Yeah, You're telling right. such an important story because and and you know the gospel of Jesus is a story. Yeah, it's a story of the death and resurrection yeah. of God's Son, and yeah. and we're so grateful and for you. Yeah. Joining us on Cross Politic, we are thank you for thank you for your storytelling. Amen. And um, God bless you. And October twelfth, theaters everywhere. The website tickets. How do you buy theaters everywhere? And you've got to get out there, guys. Everyone has to go because if we don't have a big crowd the first weekend, we're done for. Gosnell movie. People need to bring everyone with them. Yes. Amen. Amen. Gosnell movie. Dot com. And if you're not going, com. they are not a theater next to you, you still buy a ticket at a theater you can find. That's, right. That's what you do. Even if you can't go, buy That's a ticket. Right. More yeah. across politics when we come back. Correct. Really, at the end of the day, we want our kids to have an amazing education. But we are sending our children into this world. And we want our kids to be able to stand toe-to-toe with this world and be able to defend their faith. CC really, really, really helps you to get that foundation. I love that they are getting, um, they have a safe place to explore their faith and that that biblical worldview is being reinforced. What we're doing at home is what's happening in the classroom. How important is it to you um, to be involved in your child's education? How important is it to you to um, instill your values in your child? How important is it to you to be a part of something that's a little bit bigger than you. How important is it to you to have your child be a part of something that's just a little bit bigger than them? Everything that I wanted for my children's education, every question I asked, Classical Conversations was the answer. Happy birthday. Happy birthday, birthday to me. <laughs> and cross politic. Hold that for the camera. Hold that for the camera. Baptize me. <laughs> I like that. Welcome back to Cross Politic. Wow. And McElhenney. I like Man, that. Man, she was great. Gosnell. Yep. The Untold Story, uh, coming to theaters October 12th. Um, buy tickets now. Go to, is it GosnellMovie.com? You know who was one of the writers on this was our boy Andrew Clavin. Andrew Clavin. Hey, Andrew Clavin. Yeah. I see you, buddy. Yeah. yeah I want to I want to talk to him sometime. Hey, I, think I wonder fun if he'd come to, back on. We should, uh, we should maybe yeah. see. I'd, I'd yeah. love to. I mean, one of the things we were talking about there at the end is just the idea of story, the potency of story. Yeah. And, and I mean, I finished watching that movie, and the first thing I thought of, I just thought, Man, we need like 50, 100 more movies. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. That yeah. Are, are Christians thoughtfully, artistically yeah. engaging culture and telling compelling stories. Yeah. I mean, at every level. I mean, at the, I mean, she said this is, uh, what did she call it? West Wing? Yeah. Or, or, you know, uh, kind of, uh, or, yeah. or, or, you know, I don't watch this. Law yes. Order. There we'll we go. There we go. Yeah. Hey, Where'd it go? Uh, you know, this kind of, I mean, like we need it at Netflix. Yeah. She's right. All, all the way up to, you know, uh, the 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 high octane Hollywood. I love you know, what she said. We had a focus. We had a goal that yeah. we wanted to hit. If somebody else wants to make the other movie to talk about the other yeah. narrative, great. J- jump on for it. Yeah, but we got to do, do it. it. I cannot. I mean, I'm you know. Tell me. Put it in the comments. Email us if if I'm wrong. Yeah. I cannot remember a movie ever that's released in the theaters in which the true nature of abortion yep. is Displayed. described yeah. vividly on yep. the big screen. Yeah, yeah that's absolutely. Right. Um. In, in, a, in a way that has true. any hint of it being evil. I, I just don't ever remember it being done at all, though. Yeah. And that's not, that's, not like this kind of detail where it's actually going after the doctors. No, I, I think there have been other movies them. where it's been hinted at and maybe they're sort of, you know, kind of pro life, kind of from the distance. Yeah, like we, we, she chose life, you know? You know like, yeah. Oh. I, you know, I mean, yeah, right, I, mean right. I thought The Quiet Place. That was. Did you see that movie? That was, that was easy. Good. The Quiet Place. Yeah. I mean, the whole movie. I mean, that's a very pro-life story. Yeah, it was. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, the whole, all the tension is surrounded. This, you know, the, they've they've welcomed this new baby. Yeah, they're yeah. welcoming. This, I mean, and if there was ever a time in which you might think like it was brilliant. Yeah, right. uh, the, the setup narratively. Um, Ooh. If there was is that ever, a word? Oh yeah, absolutely. Write that down. <laughs> um, it was a brilliant setup because if there was ever a time where you might think um, the choice. 
to not bring a child into the world was justified. To save the rest of the family, you have to kill this kid. How about a world like this? Uh And the answer, of course, is no. No, No, of course not. No. We're all going to go if that's going to be the case. Uh, And, you know... uh, uh, there's another movie called Children of Men. Have you seen that one? I have seen that one. Um, it's a the again a story about Children of the Corn. No, ch- Children of Men. <laughs> all, and there's nobody having any babies anymore. Yeah. They've all like I can't remember. Oh, post, that was post apocalyptic. Yes, and the whole story yes. drives around the protection and saving of this this pregnant mother. Yeah, yep. I mean yep. it's glorious. Single preg- pregnant mother. We need yep. Christians mm-hmm. thinking creatively about how can I tell stories. Both symbolically and even just you know journalistically yeah, or whatever, yep. writing um, books too. Like, I mean, absolutely. That's, and you know, she was saved in the in the the children of men. She was at the end. She was saved by a boat going through the Red Sea. Oh. Yeah, because he sacrificed that was, himself for oh, her. Yeah, right. He died. I totally forgot that. Yeah, I think, yeah. I think, so it's kind of baptism in the Red Sea. Yeah, but that was you know, my anyways, thought coming yeah. out of there. It was just like, yeah. man, I'm so thankful for this story. Yeah, yeah. this is not everything. Of course right. not. We, Christians, we got our our work cut out for us. Yeah. Yep. Uh, we we've been letting Hollywood uh, run this play forever, and yep. we've been let, let the world tell That's these right. stories. But yep. we have better stories. We have we the do. gospel. That's right. We serve the God who made this place. Yep. I, I'm just gonna do a little plug real quick. Right. And one of the things that we've actually talked about in all this was actually doubling down on more abortion media, more abortion commercials. Yeah, we've yeah. actually talked about that. And if if anybody wants to fund some abortion co- uh, commercials that we're working on, pro life. Pro life, pro life commercials. No, but we want these commercials to be in your face and edgy and shocking. The best kind of commercials, not. But also, but but also, I mean, part of this thing is the need is also to have the creativity and wisdom Mm -hmm. to to try to figure out how we can grab people where they are. That's right, and pull them to a place where imaginatively. They've never been before. It, 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 and you can't get out of that place. And, and yeah, yeah, pull them in right. there that's and right. hold them there for a moment and mess with their heads. And, right. and this is when we talked about uh, their advertising campaign with NPR. Yeah. I love Knox's point. It's still, I'm still thinking through it, but like NPR rejected their commercial and Knox was like, go back and forth another five to 10 rounds play in out. the media and oh, play yeah. this but out. This goes back to your comment yeah. earlier, which is Christians don't know how, how to, to fight. fight. Yeah. That's right. That's good. Well, we yeah. get the pushback and we think, oh, maybe uh, something's gone wrong. Rather than thinking, oh, goody. Here right. goes a fight. Oh, good. No, right. we got to fight like Christians. Right. That's right. Fight fight in a godly way. But when but when the fight, I mean, I've I probably told this story before on, on this show, but I mean, you, you learn in open air preaching and evangelism, you go out and you start preaching. I mean, some of the, you know, God's always at work. Sure. But man, you pray for those hecklers. Well, <laughs> you pray. For, I mean, I mean, I, I mean, yeah. I, I mean, having people come and I mean, there was there was one fall. I'll never forget this. And this is when God impressed this story on me. But there was this one guy who would show up every Friday to mock me. Yeah. And it wasn't until the end of the semester uh, we had one of our biggest turnouts ever. I mean, I, there were hundreds of people listening to Pastor Doug and me preaching the gospel. Yeah. And um, and I and it dawned on me after that. The reason why God sent that man to heckle me every week for several months is because he knew that that's what would draw the crowds that's right. yeah, yeah. so yeah. that they would hear the gospel. So if, if I thought, oh, no, people are opposing me. Oh, no, we have to argue. Right. Oh, no, we have to fight. I would have lost the opportunity to proclaim. Now, did I, I needed to not lose my cool. Yeah. I needed yeah. to not lose my temper. Yeah. I need to answer him graciously. But man, the opportunity to lean in, whether it's on Twitter, whether it's on Facebook, whether it's you know outside your workplace, whatever. Yeah. But if you can do it graciously, yeah. If you can be Christ in that moment, yeah. Not lose your cool, not get nasty, not punch below the belt, but fight. You don't have to. I mean, if you're just a Christian, fight. just simply buying a cross politic t shirt yeah. <laughs> is enough to engage an outing. I mean, now, seriously, what does that mean? What is, I can't tell you. A flag when I travel, bowing down to a cross. That's right. Yeah. When I travel and I wear my cross politic shirt, it always gets me into a conversation. Really? It yeah. always does, yeah, well, and I do yeah, it on it purpose yeah. because yeah. I know what it's going to uh, do. So, but also to Ray Comfort, who is probably the godfather of open air preaching yeah. in America right now. Yeah. He always talks about when I go out there, I go and plant myself places where I know a heckler's going to be at. Yep. <laughs> I pray for that heckler to come out yeah. because, oh, thank you, God, I'm going to get a crowd today. This right. is for some people to preach to. The point, so, and the point isn't that you will necessarily win the heckler. Yeah. You no, may no, no. not. I mean, you should want to win the heckler, pray for the heckler, pray for the person you're engaged with. But remember, um, this is as much for everybody watching. That's exactly as yeah. it is for them, yeah. Because, because many people wouldn't ever, wouldn't object, wouldn't fight, wouldn't argue, but they're watching. And this is, but when, when they watch and they see someone who is so, so loves Jesus, 
mm-hmm. is so thankful for the gospel yeah. Yeah. and then steps out in faith and says, no, you are wrong. That doesn't make sense. That's incoherent. Yeah. You're lost in your sins. You're in rebellion to the, your maker yep. yeah. and, and says that clearly. It speaks it into the mic. Um, it draws people because people, that's how the Holy Spirit draws them well, to yeah, himself. Absolutely. And don't forget to like, it's always a guy too that's standing next to the guy you're talking absolutely. to. <laughs> like it absolutely. never fails. Like absolutely. I used to, when they, I love open air preachers because I like the one-on-ones. Yeah. And so when open air preachers would basically do the break and pull, you know, you break the balls. I'm always like waiting on the side for the ball to roll over. Oh, my I way. see what you mean. I <laughs> see what you mean. So yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. The open air preacher is like the right. one who does the break and pull, right? right? right. <laughs> and I just pick him off <laughs> after he does. I just, hey, but, what do you think yeah. about what he's saying? And and that guy who, yeah. who is not the heckler right. is like, you know, I don't know. I, I've, I've been pondering right. these things and I'm like, or how many, um, how many people who grew up in the church? Oh, it's all the time. Or, or, or should you know, who know the truth and they've drifted away it's yeah. all the time. and then yeah. they finally, they see somebody, a Christian standing there resting in Christ and proclaiming the gospel clearly and lovingly. Yeah. And they say, and it convicts them yeah. and they say, Oh wow. I haven't heard it like that in so many years. And I know I need to get back in church. Yeah. Right. Um, this is, and then again, you know, circle back around. I mean, she noted, she brought up the Kavanaugh hearing. She knows what's going on. She says yep. this is about Roe versus Wade. Hope. Yeah, she hasn't lost her. This is a fight about it. She called it their sacrament. Did you mm. hear that? Mm. She was on it, man. Mm-hmm. And um, and this is what I'm I'm hoping is happening, maybe, is that Kavanaugh stands there and says, I'm innocent, fights for his life, fights for his reputation, fights for the truth. Yeah. yeah. And I, I'm hoping, I'm praying, I'm praying that God would ignite some backbone Yep. It, yeah. Not only in the in the conservative Senate that's got to deal with this now, but also in the conservative movement more broadly. Right. We have to recognize that if we want if we want God to bless this country, yeah, right now in this way, we have got to fight for it. Well, there's right. another thing too that I I found really interesting, um, and maybe it's because I'm watching it with my family, um, watching some of these these allegations fall out. Well, just watching the question alone has been really good for teaching my kids biblical concepts yeah um but i've also known and observed that people don't understand they're biblically illiterate yeah very to the point that when something happens i think the reason we don't know how to fight is because we don't know what to fight we don't know where the fight is right and then then we get punched and we don't know what to do i think we have a lot of yeah exactly i think we have a lot of people who really do want to fight but they don't know what the fight is and the fight really in the kavanaugh situation was we shouldn't have even had a hearing. We should have never had the hearing. We should have never, because, ever. And, and here's the reason why. Because is, is there are absolutely no corroborating evidence, testimony that any that, that corroborates anything absolutely. that Dr. Ford said. Absolutely. Yep. Something absolutely. terrible might have happened to her, yeah. but we do not have any witnesses of it. Yeah. And, and that only, means, wait, no, we do have witnesses, and the witnesses yeah. have said well, that that yeah. didn't happen. Right. So we exactly. actually, yeah. the witnesses, any corroborating evidence we do have yeah. actually, denies actually denies it. Let me yeah. take exactly a chance to right. plug right. real quick a, a show on Cross Politic Network. If you are a club member, you're supporting this. And if you're not, what's wrong with you people? Hmm. What's, wrong what's wrong with you? you but um, <laughs> Law and Prophets, Marcus Pittman, yeah. does a great job of walking out how we should take accusations and how right. we should deal with And we've talked about this, too. Yeah. But I love how he walks through the whole process of the person as well who does not um, come out right away is also as guilty, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. They're, they're guilty in the same if sense. If you don't report. If you don't report, that's right. So in one sense, like, anyway, you should become part of the network. But here, this is the thing that's really getting me. When I see something like this, I'm always figuring out, okay, how do I fight? Because I'm, I can't be in the courtroom. Sure. I can be on Twitter. I could be on Facebook and that stuff does have a place. But what I'm noticing, what I want to do is I want to become as biblically literate as possible and start training my kids to understand biblical knowledge and how functions should happen when it comes to any sort of allegations. Right. So we we should. So biblically speaking, your instinct needs to be where are the witnesses? Where are the witnesses? That's right. What does the Bible say about this? How is it supposed to happen? Like, I I love when this happens in my house. Um, My daughter might be upstairs and her little brother or whatever. Uh, might hit her and she yells mm-hmm. i love that because i know something happened that wasn't supposed to happen mm-hmm. <laughs> and i'm like good job baby <laughs> like let me walk you through the next process of this don't hit your sister you hit your sister i hit you that's the next <laughs> thing that happens <laughs> but you know i love the fact but 
being able to work out in our own families, in our own homes, biblical yeah. justice. Practice biblical justice. So that way our yeah. kids are, uh, uh, yeah. know what's going what, on. What do you do if your two kids come to you and, and, and he says, she hit me and she says, I didn't? Yeah, exactly. Do you know, do you have a biblical understanding what of what to do with that? Right. And if you don't, that's the reason why we have the trials right now. Right. And we so are, we, got, we got to practice justice in our own homes. We're practicing in our homes. Practice justice in our own churches. That's right. And if you do not have two or three witnesses, then you have nothing to go on. And, and this is interesting, too. So you have people who are making other allegations. They also need two or three witnesses for the allegations themselves. Right. Just different yes. allegations don't apply necessarily to this one. You have to have yeah. the witnesses. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. yeah, you can't just have like random other allegations and say, right. and say that's two true. or three. No, that's no, no, not two or three not, witnesses. No, that's right. He punched a, me in Texas. He punched right. me in California. Yeah. Those don't cooperate. No. <laughs> no, what, what, what one of the things that I hate that's happening right now is that everybody is asking the question that judicially we shouldn't be asking, which is what do you think about the situation? How do you feel about the testimonies? How do you use your subjectivity to come to a conclusion judicially about the situation? That's not how this works. Yeah, yeah, no. And so we don't. We're and, and we know we're playing the game. Which into is which this. is why it wasn't reported until it was nearly too late. Christians shouldn't even be playing this game. They didn't know. It, so it, it's all been weaponized. Yeah, yeah. And and this is back to the point. Christians need to say, show me the witnesses, show me the evidence, show me yeah. the testimony. If we got it, then let's take it to court. If we right. don't got it. Then you don't got it. All right. So, what do you think is going to happen? Um, so, we got this this next week. S- supposedly, at this point, it looks like that there's going to be possibly a um, uh, an investigation by the FBI. That's at right. least the pressure is being placed on Trump now to do that. And the Democrats have won. All right. Yeah. Well, see, here's the thing. I, I'm hoping that. So, if if for some reason, first of all, if if Brett Kavanaugh does not get confirmed by the Senate, let's just run that play real fast. Yeah. Um. My hope is that this makes the Republican base mad. Yeah. They're getting mad right now. Yeah. I think they're going to get madder. I think there's a decent chance that um, it, come November, uh, Republicans actually do really well in the Senate and the yeah, House. I don't think so. I, I think there's a decent <laughs> chance. No, because the reason that Republicans are wusses is because the people who voted for them are. But who's all the people who voted for Trump? Yeah, I, I get that. I get that, but that's because we had to deal with Hillary. I, you know, that's one thing. Yeah. But I think that. But now we got to deal with I think the, Feinstein. Sure. She's a killer. Look at her. She's a killer. Oh, look at her. She is a killer. She's no joke. She's man. shrewd. She's shrewd. She's, a, she's for the sure. one who's running this whole yeah. thing. She's a but, ghoul. But I don't yeah, think. That's right. I, I, a shrewd ghoul. I think that what's happening with the senators is that they are actually acting the way that the people have been acting. Uh, yeah, that's true. And so I don't expect them. The, but Kavanaugh. Is a f- breath of fresh air in the middle of he that. Is. Where he is. He, he out, had to do it. He came it out swinging. The senators. He had to I come out it. swinging yeah. and throw some cover. Yeah. But, the real Spartacus. Now, like, oh, yeah. he's. Yeah. I'm a Spartacus. Well, I'm Spartacus. Yeah. But, but that's but, what I'm saying. Like, I, I mean, I think. Um, they didn't lead the. Front. I don't trust them. <laughs> I don't trust them. But you know what? God works in mysterious ways. Why would people vote for them again well, after they couldn't support Kavanaugh to but, just run this thing through? But Lindsey Graham, if he keeps yelling like that. He's gonna get, you know. He's gonna <laughs> say get. Again, say again. He's gonna Rhino get really Graham. Yeah. I mean, but you got Ben. Sa- you got this like weird like Ben Sass and Lindsey Graham. Yeah, yeah. on the same page. Like this coalition yeah, yeah. forming. Yeah. Um. I. My. Uh, I'm gonna. I'm a prophesy. Okay. So I think he's gonna get confirmed. You don't think he's gonna get confirmed? I think he is. I think he is. I think he's gonna. I think he is too. I think he's gonna be confirmed. I think the Republicans are being wusses. Yes. And I think they're they're getting um, led around. By their man parts, yeah. Um, by by their by the Democratic Party, yeah. And, by Feinstein, and I think this this holdout, yeah, this holdout of Flake and Collins and Murkowski and whoever this the West Virginia Democrat is who might vote with them. Yep. There's this little coalition. Susan Collins of, also Maine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, these fence okay. sitters. Yeah. Um, I think what they're trying to do is basically have enough to cover themselves with. Say, like, we, we walked yeah, it all out as far right. as we could, yep. but I think they're intending to vote At for him. At some point, we have to vote. I think they're <laughs> yeah. going to eventually right. vote for him. Right. Um, the, the one wild card, of course, is that, you know, it, 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 more time, and you and I have no doubt there's money involved in all of this. <laughs> no, really? Um, Bribes uh, by these guys? These guys are getting paid. People are getting paid. Somebody's yeah. getting paid. Somebody's yeah. getting yeah. Um, money. Maybe not Dr. Ford. But people well, Planned get, Parenthood's paying some people are getting paid Demo- and they Democrats can get right more money sure. dumped into yeah. the streets uh-huh. and yeah. you can have more people come together and start. You know, I, I couldn't help but thinking about just 
the trial of Jesus. Right. Yeah. You know, they're trying to get they're, they're trying to get false witnesses, and none of their their accounts agree. Yeah, yeah. that's right. And yeah. finally, they got two guys to agree that he said that uh, he was going to destroy the temple. Yeah. You know. What? Well, yeah. yeah. One of the things I keep saying is like if 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 for especially I call on the black community on this. Anybody knows what a lynching smells like? You would think we would know. Oh. Mm. Oh. I mean, it's amazing Go to me there. That, that more black people have yeah. been like, whoa, 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 yep. whoa, 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 whoa. We remember this. This right. wasn't just too long ago before this was happening. Right. Where somebody could cry foul and we was getting just lynched. Yeah. Right. No, there was no, there was no justice. There, there was, was no, no trial. Justice. There was a lynch one, mob. One white gal you said, know, this black person did this to me yeah. and you take him to the tree. Emmett Till. You yeah. take him to the tree. Yeah. And all of a sudden they kill him and leave him like that. Yep. And so the one thing that's happening, I think that as much as I don't think we should have had a hearing, as much as I think it's kind of the open casket of Emmett Till. Oh, I really? think they're hearing in one way is saying this is how they're going to act. Yeah, this is the cards they're right. playing. How long have they had this story? Yeah, they're playing it out like this. Right. And, I, I, and so you, and this is what you mean that that the same kind of stories are getting weaponized. Absolutely. This is not about Black Lives Matter. No, 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 no. This is not about taking care of the women that have been abused. If no, you don't no, no. see this, yeah, that's right. Feinstein is playing this. All, yeah. all of them. All of them have been playing it from yeah, the jump. Exactly. But yeah. this is a this is an open casket. I, this is this is the that's open really casket. Good, I like, of, I like, like that. Yeah, I'm gonna use that. Can I steal that? Hey, I steal I'm, stuff from I'm, you all the time. Yeah, Feel okay. free. Right, I'm gonna use that. <laughs> this is the open <laughs> casket. This is it. This is what it looks like. This is the autopsy. Absolutely. This is what mob rule does. That's right. Absolutely. Yeah. So we're gonna see. Rise up, church. If we, if again, let's see how we respond to the yeah. open casket. Yeah, and let's, we, let's let's kill our sin, fight our sin, fight right. sin in our families, learn justice, yep. walk with God, love mercy. Hey, do it. Until next week, love God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. Love your neighbor as yourself. Go fight, laugh, and feast. This is Cross Politic. Happy birthday.